0: you know some scholars think that the ancient Hebrews didn't even believe in a devil until they were exiled in Babylon now when they got there guess who the Babylonian boogeyman was? Araman. good answer see to some cultures he's set to some he's Mara to some he's Mephistopheles different name and faces same MO same place and there's always a champion of the good an avatar a human with godlike qualities sent to face evil.
1: Like in
2: got a crack somewhere. Welcome to Highlander Rewatch, the podcast where each and every week we talk about another facet of the Highlander universe, and we are back, season six. It's been a minute.
1: It's been a minute. Oh, but who and are we?
2: I'm one of your rewatchers. I'm Keith.
1: This is Kyle. This is Eamon. Is that opening uh,
0: quote about Eamon's butt? Yep. It, this it guy, does have a crack somewhere. It's got to. It's, gotta. it's they, just malformed. It faces, it's not obvious. It faces the other direction. Oh, how oh so it's like happen? a mouth? Yep. Were you
1: born that way? Yeah, born Maybe this way. Maybe it's
0: Maybelline. It's made for a difficult life. I have to uh, poop vertically or horizontally. Do oh, so you have to like basically plank on the? Yep. Soldiers. And most bathroom stalls are not wide enough. It's, it's very a hard, hard life. I live a hard life. It's a hard life. Or any us. said, Any.
2: That's right. Highlander. <laughs> Annie Devlin.
0: This is it, man. Season six. This is it.
1: We're here at the final dying gasps of this monster. Well, how, do we, how do we all feel
0: about this? Bad. Predictions. Do we have season six predictions? I, six predict.
2: Okay. I don't think we're going to like most of it. Mm. I think it'll we're finish strong. We're off to strong. a bad start. Yeah. yeah so <laughs> I think it'll finish strong. I'm actually really curious about it because I don't remember these episodes. Not the a single part. goddamn thing. Uh, so Me that'll neither. Be, like, it'll be like the first time. So that's cool.
0: I've heard nothing but bad things about this from yeah. people online.
2: I have a feeling, though, I think I might like it more than some people hate it.
0: Interesting. Interesting. I, think,
2: I, I don't know. I think I'll appreciate what they were trying to do. We'll see. Yeah, we'll see. Mm. But which episode are we here to talk mm. about? Today, we are talking about Season 6, Episode 1, Avatar, Jane Cameron's... Jane? Ava- I just said Jane.
0: Dame Cameron. <laughs>
2: yep. James Cameron's... dances with wolves
1: fucking hate that movie
2: i haven't seen that movie in a long time
1: dances with wolves Mm -hmm. yeah don't like it don't care for it kevin Costner.
2: is it just like the script is just so doesn't hold up anymore i i don't know
1: i don't think the story holds up i think it's got a lot of white savior nonsense i don't understand why everyone slobbers all over kevin costner for this thing it is the reason why he wears my crown of most overrated actor uh, I don't even dislike Kevin Costner. Cool. I just don't think he's very like I just don't think he's amazing.
0: I'm Robin Loxley. That's true. I'm the post I'm the titular postman. <laughs> postman. The postman. <laughs> Didn't we talk about the postman before? I bring up
1: the postman at every opportunity.
0: Keith, I, you like the postman.
1: No, Kyle does. I oh, love, Kyle. I used like to be I've never seen the postman.
0: I used oh. to be Tom Petty. He always now always I'm just the mayor of this town. <laughs> rings twice. Dueling postman jokes. <laughs> Anyway,
1: before we dig into this bad boy, do we have to uh, do something special?
2: We do. We are going to play a robust catalog game today.
1: Robusto. That's
2: right. We got to kick off season six with something big. Uh, And so this is also important because this comes from the sale catalog. What's so this, this is like after the show is over.
0: Did to get rid everything of some must shit? Go.
2: Yeah, like everything must go. But there mm. were a few items. This is going to be a Jericho catalog now. We got to get everything out yeah? of here. Okay. I don't know why I
0: chose that show.
2: So today, we're, I'm going to hold this up so you can see it.
0: Don't let us see the price.
2: No, don't worry. It's on three pages. You won't
0: Ooh. see the price anywhere Oh, my here.
2: God. So we're going to be talking about the Highlander Commemorative Coin Collection.
0: Wow. Mm. Yes.
2: Covers five seasons. None for season six. No love. Weird. Oh. That's a shame. Yep. Are you guys ready for this yes. lengthy catalog description?
1: What would the season six coin be? Would it just be Horton dunking on the show?
0: <laughs> Horton.
2: It's bold and magnificent like the Highlander himself. It's as rare and valuable as the finest collectibles you'll find anywhere. And now it could be yours to cherish for an eternity. It's the Highlander Commemorative Coin Collection. A collection set unlike anything you have ever had the chance to own before. Wow. i have never had the chance to own it. Oh, boy. All I've never had
1: the chance to own the wrapper.
2: There's, uh, what, five bullet points here? Uh, here's five what you points? get. All five right. limited edition, two-ounce solid, .999 silver coins, each designed and minted with highlights from the five seasons of Highlander. Each coin is numbered. There are six. <laughs> each coin is numbered and housed together as a set in... Point two, an exquisite museum quality presentation portfolio. What? Complete with glossy color photos highlighting the seasons depicted on the coins.
0: Mm. So
2: wait, the folder also highlights the seasons? Yes. Interesting. Right. This
0: is museum quality.
2: That's right, it is. I
0: museum wonder what... Museum
2: quality presentation for Which
0: museum? Liz Liz does museum stuff, doesn't she? Yes, she does. I, we should get a set and have her appraise it. It's <laughs> true. To see what museum quality this would actually stand up to.
2: Uh, it also comes with your own personal certificate of authenticity for each season coin. So you get five certificates. certificates of authenticity. Also, first question...
1: Who's forging these? Who is going around making inauthentic Highlander season
2: coins? Oh, you. uh, It's a big market. Yeah. Yeah. Follow our Etsy store. (laughs) Just search for Highlander Rewatched. Slash (laughs) ripoff. Slash rip. Highlander.
0: They're all just Canis coins.
1: (laughs) (laughs) One for each of his dogs.
0: Uh, He was supposed to kill the boy. (laughs) (laughs) Wait, what was the dog's name? Uh, the one that died. I don't remember. <laughs> he says its name and it's like ridiculous. It's like Ripley or something like that. I, that's not what it was. But that's alien. Yeah. Uh,
2: next is first priority and advance notice for future coins and sets. That's optimistic. This is our way of thanking you, our serious collectors, Ooh. for your confidence in this exciting collection series. Your confidence.
1: First question, why so serious? Second question, <laughs> did anyone think they were going to get a coin when they ordered this?
0: Yeah.
2: I don't know. Oh, and the last point is limited edition of ten thousand.
0: Wow. So So this is a rare item. Or ten thousand. Or ten thousand
2: coins.
1: coins? My Mm. guess is they didn't they probably made a lot of these to order. So I bet they that's an artificial cap. (laughs) I don't I bet they did not make ten thousand of those. There's no way they sold ten thousand of these. Because I bet these are gonna be ghastly expensive. Don't worry. Like the Pokemon Ghastly.
0: (sighs) Ooh, Ghastly and then Gengar? And you forgot about Haunter, baby. Oh, Haunter. Keith does not get these Pokemon references. Gengar was on my final team.
2: Gengar style? Like that Korean?
0: Gengar style. Do, 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 do.
2: So you know it. Yeah, Yeah. exactly.
0: Sigh. That's right. He sold pistachios.
2: With Snoop Dogg. Mm.
0: My favorite dog.
2: Like, Canis, back to Highlander, <laughs> uh, the second page of this, like, very long catalog product. This is the war and peace of catalog yeah, uh, description. an announcement from the producers of Highlander.
0: <laughs> an announcement. An announcement.
2: <laughs> do, 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 do. In this like, catalog. In this catalog. Uh, the Highlander commemorative coin collection is an artistic expression of what we and hopefully you have come to expect from Highlander the series something unique distinctive and original each coin is the collection uh, is individually struck uh, it's one 13 bu- uh, of 16 inches in diameter oh my god oh, gotta get it's stats over two ounces of pure .999 silver and is individually registered and numbered more important every coin is designed to capture the essence of a particular production season. It's going down, Eamon. Sorry. I just turned Eamon's mic off. Hi, There we go. Okay. Was that supposed to be a telegraph? Is that what that's
0: supposed to be? That's like the weird newsroom. Yeah, but thing. that's like a
2: thing that's very old. And yeah. Were
0: like, you trying to say I'm old?
2: No, I'm just saying that like it's a, a trope that I think still exists. Like, I get that right. You're a
0: trope. That's right. Mean. <laughs> but third, but third, you still exist,
2: the Keith. The third and, uh, paragraph of this proclamation. Uh, each set is accompanied by a museum-quality presentation portfolio we know. Ooh. Complete with color photos highlighting the season depicted on the coins and certificate of authenticity. It sounds like the description just ripped off the producer's proclamation. Uh, if you choose to select these unique coins as the centerpiece of your highlighter collection, we sincerely hope they bring you the same degree of satisfaction and pride that we felt when we first saw them.
0: Wow. What? Also, I, I just wonder like what that means, the centerpiece of your Highlander collection. It means you have a lot of things. Did you put them on display, and bam, yeah. there and they are. These baby. are in the middle. That's right. Nobody oh. ever responds to these calls, but I want a call to see if anybody has this and if it's a centerpiece of their Highlander <laughs> collection.
2: I have it, but it's not the centerpiece. Okay. Mm. Um, I'm going to hand this to you. Do not flip the pages
0: do not do flip not, the pages but you can
2: look at this together just so you can see what's on the coin maybe describe them i haven't described each coin because there's more to come from this, this collection so
1: Ooh. okay so the back of all the coins is like duncan on his knees getting a quick quickening in a halo of lightning and it says highlander there can be only one so the tail side is the same for all these Season one looks like it is a weird-looking Duncan staring off in the distance in front of the Arc de Triomphe with Richie, I presumably, on the back, popping a wheelie <laughs> on a motorcycle. And I assume Darius there dressed as a monk.
2: Eamon, do you want to describe wow. the second coin, second season coin?
0: Uh, Season two is... Uh-oh. <laughs> I don't know who this character is. May I? Yeah, is that Horton or Joe?
1: So that is definitely supposed to be Joe. It is very. That does not look like it Joe. is. <laughs> it, uh, it does not. But you can see he's got a cane. Oh, I missed that. And they've got a little Roman numeral two at the bottom. And I think in the background we have Duncan cradling Tessa's body.
2: Yikes! Dark that
0: is very dark. I like that Joe's like not acknowledging. <laughs> He's just looking straight yep. ahead. Duncan's pain.
2: Still not watching. True, yep. to, true to form. Yes. Not even on a
1: coin.
0: No. Nope. Wait, is
2: dead.
1: <laughs> so season three is a weird mashup. So it's Hideo Koto handing Duncan McLeod, who's wear- and they're both wearing like robes, his katana in front of the Eiffel Tower, which is being struck by lightning. Hmm. So
2: I guess is that, that's finale. One and two in the background, right?
1: Yeah, in front of the first episode.
0: (laughs) Way of the Samurai. Weird. Season four is a Scottish Duncan in front of people. (laughs) You're nailing this. (laughs) I I guess it's Duncan cradling the dead body of... There's more cradling of dead bodies? Charlie. Weird pull. And then I don't know who these... Who are these other two figures? (laughs) I don't... These depictions are terrible.
1: Oh, yeah. That is definitely a dying Charlie. <laughs> Weird that they chose to pick that.
0: But who are those other people?
1: I think that that is his first girlfriend.
0: Oh. What's her name? From um, Kate? Home, homecoming or whatever Homeland? it is. Homeland.
1: Homeland. Yeah, I think that's who that's supposed who threw to be. her
0: <laughs> Body <laughs> off oh. a cliff or whatever.
1: Yes. Yeah. And season five is the four horsemen. It's cool. It says season five. Hundredth episode. Hundredth episode. And this folder is kind of weird. It's got like some images. You get like a Darius... So on and so forth. I don't know. The folder is nothing to write home about. Daria! To go see the priest, Darius. Darius.
2: there's not like four more pages Jesus Christ. All right, the next page highlights each coin individually. We had to kick off with a bang here. This is the first one. Uh, immortal Should guarantee. we not have
0: described them?
2: Well, maybe not. We'll now
0: see. we can see that if we, no, were, if we were right. No, because the descriptions
2: are pretty good. Immortal guarantee. Immortality is no illusion. And these magnificent silver sovereigns are guaranteed to endure beyond life. If, <laughs> if you are not beyond eminently satisfied life? at any time for any reason, you may return your coins for a total refund. At,
0: at any, any time. time
2: Wow. What, what would warrant you getting dissatisfied with them like six There years is no way this them? company <laughs> still exists.
0: I am dissatisfied. It's, I must return the coins. Disappointed. <laughs> yeah.
2: Here's a whole other thing, and then I'll get into the season descriptions. Yikes. Now, for the very first time, you can enrich your collection of Highlander treasures by taking possession of a unique series of exquisite silver coins. Five distinctive coins grace the set. All are individually struck to exacting standards with a magnificent high gloss finish. All contain over two full ounces of .9999. We've already, we've already all, all are certain to be prized by collectors uh, and dedicated coin loyalists. A different coin commemorates each season of Highlander. Each coin is, is this the, just the same description again? <laughs> they they had a lot of pages. to... I don't know. Maybe this catalog. What is had this? To the big like finish
1: audio description.
2: Uh, each coin in a, uh, in this series commemorates a memorable saga in the Highlander a five memorable seasons saga. of classic adventures. Every breathtaking design Ball Z with a saga. captures a significant moment in the Highlander lore. The coins are double-struck from specially polished dyes so that the delicate, frosted design stands out boldly against a brilliant mirror-like background. Ooh. There can be only one! But there are five. (laughs) (laughs) And 10,000 of them. Um, There are 50,000 of them. No detail of design has been overlooked. (laughs) Even the coinbacks are beautifully designed with a spectacular quickening and the Highlander motto, there can be only one. The motto? (laughs) Is that really?
0: You know, as my motto goes, (laughs) there can be only one. (laughs) You're going to like the way you look, right. I guarantee you. are going <laughs> to like the way you look. There can be only one.
2: <laughs> Wouldn't that be great if that was the the new motto for the new Highlander reboot?
0: You look, you're going like like to like the way, way you, you look.
2: look. And then it's just Connor with his sneakers. Yeah.
0: <laughs> the men's warehouse.
2: Great. Then there's a caption for Duncan having his, like, jizz quickening. It says, on the back of each of these fabulous coins, we see McClout's agony and ecstasy <laughs> <laughs> as he undergoes a terrifying quickening. Quickening, inspired Quickening. by the samurai. What? Yeah. Uh, and then minted in a strictly limited edition. I thought mm. it said secret limited edition.
0: Can a secret mind? limited edition.
2: This first-of-its-kind introduction offers you the rare opportunity opportunity to own and display a collection of precious silver commemoratives unlike any other. Introdu- Introductory mintings such as this proof series, are traditionally sought after by collectors and investors alike. A total of 10,000 sets... 10,000 sets... We uh, called it before. A Highlander commemorative coin collection will be minted. Whew. Individually engraved, each coin is one of a kind. This is so exhausting. I'm uh, tired already. <laughs> was, I apo-
1: People have already, probably already turned this off.
2: I, I apologize for thinking this was a good idea. I was like, we'll do a big one. No, this one is a great
0: around. idea. We have to do it. We have to put it in and double it.
2: <laughs> Double. Uh, the five coins are set in ingra- and ugh, the five coins in the set are engraved with matching serial numbers and then registered in your name. What, what? numbered coins are allotted sequentially?
0: Who had to waste their life registering these <laughs> stupid coins to people's name
2: Numbered coins are allotted sequentially in the order that requests are received. Okay, and now we get all the details. So there's an individual description for each. Fucking nice. Coin. Oh my god. Season one. Proud and strong, a romantic hero for the ages. Immortal <laughs> Duncan McLeod is introduced to us in The Gathering. In the background, we see Richie, the punk kid who later becomes Duncan's student and friend. And to the right, Darius, one of the oldest immortals <laughs> and Duncan's most cherished mentor.
0: Oh, Popping that wheelie, though. <laughs> later to become Duncan's murder victim.
2: <laughs> season two, the Watchers are introduced to us in season two's first episode. The Watchers. <laughs> the Cloud's own watcher, Joe Dawson, eventually becomes a trusted ally to Mac and Richie. To the a right. Trusted,
1: a trusted whipping point, Joe. Yeah.
2: To the right, Duncan loses his beloved Tessa in the darkness. Yikes.
0: Yikes. Hello, in darkness, my if you weren't uh, uh, familiar with the episodes, you would just think that was saying, like, she's dead in the darkness like
1: who is buying these that isn't familiar with the episodes i know right coin enthusiasts
2: although i guess when you might not have them on i mean they were releasing them on vhs but like i mean maybe the idea is to call back
0: what does the h stand for in vhs (laughs) (laughs) highlander (laughs) (laughs) shit the VHS i don't know i have no idea
2: what's its, what's vhs stand for i have no clue no idea well so you don't know what the s or the v stands for no
0: but i'm just interested in the
2: <laughs> h <laughs> I, i'm gonna guess high high
0: high slut standard standard probably v- video video high standard i, know, I don't think I that's what it is. Don't somebody's know. gonna write us an angry message Maybe not if i you got g- it you guys are <laughs> babies <laughs>
2: <laughs> <laughs> meow um, <laughs> wow all right, season three. In the first episode of year three, the Koto, a noble samurai, bequeathed his katana. Bequeathed. What's that
1: word?
0: Be- <laughs> bequeathed. There we go. Bequeathed. Okay. You... <laughs> Donald Duck came into the studio.
1: <laughs> bequeathed. What, what was that? Shit. I was trying to do a Donald Duck impression, but then like my throat caught, and it uh... just didn't
2: come out. <laughs> <laughs> there it oh, is. This coin celebrates the spiritual union of Man and Blade. Whoa. <laughs> uh, of, this e- is, of East and West. Of Man and Blade Trinity. <laughs> Jesus. The Eiffel Tower stands as a grim reminder of the game, which is what? the capitals. Uh, and the brutality of evil Immortal Callus, whom Duncan defeated in finale. It says whom.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: <laughs> wow. Season four. Duncan stands proud in his full tartan on this dramatic season four coin that pays homage to his Highland beginnings. To the left, pre-immortal Duncan clasps the hand of his first love, Deborah.
0: There you go, Deborah. Deborah (laughs) called it Deborah. Uh, To the right, Dragon Ball Z (laughs) enemy
2: and his old friend from the dojo. The Dojo is in caps. Charlie DeSalvo in Brother in Arms. Oh, uh, okay, sure. uh, outstanding.
1: We, 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 yeah, we called that. Yeah. <laughs> Are you sure it's not Zarbon?
0: <laughs> Zarbon. Dodoria.
2: Season five. This intricately detailed coin shows the dreaded four horsemen as they relive their partnership of terror and destruction in the Highland 100th episode of Highlander, directed by Adrian Paul. This episode includes the series only Double Quickening.
0: Oh, <laughs> wow.
2: No, we're not. Done. Oh my god! But don't worry,
0: this is. I was worried. Yeah.
2: Well. Oh, I I'm thought so- the I
0: catalog continu- said don't worry. I continue to
1: be worried.
2: I mean, I. I
0: thought that was a big finish coin.
2: <laughs> oh, big finish coin! Mm-hmm. Why have they made those? Yeah. They should make coins for all their episodes.
0: Yeah. What would be on them? I awoke in a in a locked room.
2: Just fucking
0: tortured people. <laughs>
2: yeah. It's all just people tied to chairs. Oh god. All right, maybe I won't
0: read this. My ministry. Please.
2: No, I mean, actually, I will read some of this. Some of it's different. There has never been anything like the Highland. Heimann- <laughs> <laughs> Are we twenty minutes into this episode? Yeah.
0: <laughs> yeah. Uh... We're
2: at seven eighty nine because we didn't switch it to the time code yet.
0: Nice. Sorry,
2: guys. New computer in use this week. Who? rewatch. Very exciting for this. Very who know, exciting. Which is just the three of us. That the computer has been a mess. Good story. Ready? There's never been anything like the Highlander coin collection. With the set, you receive five unique and elegant coins, custom designed and minted, especially for Highlander. Each and every coin has been exhaustively researched by Highlander experts who actually work on the show and record its history. So you see actual (laughs) scenes from each of the five exciting seasons. You're sure to recognize each one. What? You don't need to be an expert
1: to be like, Richie is in Highlander. <laughs>
0: there, Joe is a character. <laughs> how much research did they do? And they didn't research, like, how the coins looked because I couldn't figure out what half of the things were. <laughs>
2: <laughs> uh, anyway, this kind of goes on. Oh, you get 36 glossy photos in the set. They're saturated with color and taken by staff photographers on actual production sets. Uh yeah, anyway, it says they're very rare. So how much do you want think these cost? Let's get into it. Oh my god. Are
0: these priced <sighs> down?
2: What do you think? Do you <laughs> no. think anyone should own commemorative coin sets?
0: Of no. Almost anything? Of almost anything.
2: I will guess first.
1: And I will guess there are five coins, sixteen glossy photos, right?
2: 36. 36 so glossy
1: many. photos plus this commemorative folder. Mm. I'm going to guess that they charge 250 for this.
2: $250 from Kyle.
1: That's actually 250 clams.
2: Oh, clams. Yeah. Well, if it's Buck-A-Shuck night, you're in luck because mm. it's the same exchange rate. Amen.
0: I'm going to guess $299. $299.
2: you are out of your mind.
0: Buckskins, baby. Do you guys
2: think you went over or under the price? I
0: think we went under.
2: You both lost. Really? Oh yeah. What is the price? Wait,
0: can we do a second follow-up guess?
2: Uh, sure.
0: Kyle, I'm gonna guess.
1: <laughs> Wait, are we under or over? You should tell us that.
2: Oh, I'm sorry. Yeah, you're you're under.
1: I'm
0: gonna guess and
2: under enough that you don't win. I win. Hey-oh. That's yeah. crazy. I'm gonna guess four hundred and
0: fifty dollars. Okay. I'm gonna guess uh six hundred dollars, which is crazy.
2: Actual retail price is four hundred and ninety five dollars. Only eight of payments of forty nine fifty. Wow. Wow guys. This is crazy. That is crazy, right? If you
0: ordered this, you have to email us.
2: Yeah.
1: Must. You must also consult your financial advisor. Yeah, I hope things are okay.
0: (laughs) Are you well? They can return it though if they're not satisfied. Well that's right.
2: You can make that money back at any point. And with inflation. Mm. Oh, do you get does I guess you lose money then because mm. of inflation. That's yeah. too bad. it's true. That's but you get shame. some of it back. So yeah. that's great. Send them back.
1: Send them back, baby. That's right. Their company doesn't exist. You'll never see your money.
2: <laughs> back. Uh yeah. oh, by the way, how much do you think this might cost today? Ugh. And what year was this? Uh this was uh like 1999.
1: And how much was the price again? $495. This yeah,
2: like $500 bucks. bucks. $500. I'm going to guess that this is $700. $760. Oh my god. Yikes. Can you imagine paying that for fucking five coins TV
0: garbage coins <laughs> and 36 shit pictures <laughs> i'm sorry we've seen the pictures from these things before they don't they don't pick good ones
2: no <laughs> like joe with i'm surprised joe just holding a gun yeah isn't on a coin right why not make that a coin it was good enough for a high quality
1: glossy keith you're wearing a high quality glossy right now i am a t-shirt with a adrian,
2: adrian pole can you guess what uh episode this is from this is from to tell our listeners I was recently gifted this t-shirt by Saving Grace. David G. Amen, hey, that is correct. correct. Oh. What's the name of the guy? He fights with the coat.
0: <laughs> oh right. I forget.
1: Yeah, the Brazilian guy. Sandaro. There we go. <laughs>
0: <What's right? laughs>
1: Wow! All right, so Highlander. We
0: both lost and Keith won.
1: And uh, I am running I the did. game on this one, so Keith, you will get one bonus point.
0: Excellent! B-b-b- bonus point. Oh,
2: uh, so before we get into this episode, uh, I guess last week, if you heard, we did a special episode for Stan Kirsch. We should probably just tell people now that obviously this episode and the next episode deal with like the aftermath of Richie's death on the show. Uh, so if that's like you know not cool you know, maybe dip out of this one or come back to it later because there's talk of like suicide and those sort of things. So just everybody be aware of that, right? Sounds right to me.
0: Yes, sir. Sorry,
2: I didn't mean to bring it down, guys. But. No, no, that's all right.
0: That's a good, all a all good, right. a good warning to include. That is a righteous include.
2: warning. So this week we are talking about season six, episode one, Avatar it was originally aired October 5th, 1997. This was directed by Dennis Berry. Uh, last season, we only saw two episodes from him. He did The Season Opener and The Closer, which was Prophecy and Arc Angle.
0: Arc Angle. Arc
2: Angle. Oof, those uh, are two rough ones. So, DB. Uh, I guess he was doing some Stargate SG-1 in the meantime.
0: Ooh. Good. That's
2: yeah. good stuff with MacGyver. MacGyver. MacGyver.
0: He has six episodes left. In the series, oh,
2: only six. I should have done a count. Yeah, that's which is wait. Half that's like that's, that's like the half. rest of them. Yep, <laughs> that's it's half like Richard of the. Martin it's like Richard and Martin and Dennis, Dennis Barry. Barry. All right, closing it out. Mm-hmm. All right, so uh, this was written by David Tynan. The last few we saw from him uh, last season were Archangel, Ransom of Richard Redstone, and Comes a Horseman. Mixed bag, right there, but. What yeah. can you do? L- All right, we got some guest do? stars. We got Rachel Shelley as Sophie Baines. Ugh. Okay. <laughs> uh, okay. She's most famous for being uh, in The L Word. I don't know if you remember that show. It's uh, what, on Showtime?
0: Is That's it right. The Lesbian Show?
2: <laughs> uh, yeah, it's The Lesbian Show. <laughs> is
1: it actually a show about lesbians? Yes, <laughs> I know okay, very yeah, little lesbians. about
0: it. Yeah, I'm pretty sure, right? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, there we go. Yeah,
2: it is. Very good. Um, also, Sophie Baines. Didn't we have a B... Isn't that a doppelganger doppel... Uh, what was him? What was? I'm him? sorry. What? Didn't we have another Bane's character in this show?
0: Oh, good. Are question. you thinking of uh, the Dark Knight Rises Bane? Yeah,
2: Bane. yeah, that one. Mm. I no mean, Bane's. No, um, Doyle you feel What's safe? the, the nerd? I was mortal? born in the darkness. Why? Oh, he's crazy. You've think. only adopted it. <laughs> I can't remember the name of the episode now because I'm an idiot.
0: <laughs> what's the episode? Uh, or what occurs? The what? Barrel? Oh, Barnes. Barnes.
2: Barnes. Oh, That's Quentin Barnes. Barnes.
0: Quentin, Barnes. Quentin Barnes. Quentin
2: Barnes. No, it's Baines. Me. No, there was another Baines, wasn't it? Quentin Barnes. Uh, Baines. Wasn't there a Baines in the, the vampire episode? Oh, maybe. Ah.
0: The doctor guy with yeah. the giant mutton chops? Yeah. Oh, was he Baines? I think
2: he was Baines.
0: Mm. So,
1: Actually, that does explain why he was always asking if he felt safe, so. Yeah. Glad we cleared <laughs> that up. I will break you.
2: I trust you on a citizen. I wanted to give it to a
0: citizens. <laughs>
2: <laughs> this episode also gets stars Danny Dyer as Andrew Reigns. He played... Uh, oh.
0: Fuck this character.
2: Yeah. <laughs> he played Mike Carter on 831 episodes of EastEnders. That's Ooh. a lot. That is a lot, of, is EastEnders, is a lot of EastEnders, baby. Uh, he also did some voices in the Grand Theft Auto series. Uh, and he's got a pretty big IMDb, <laughs> it would look like. So. Yeah,
0: with, with, all that <laughs> with all that EastEnders. With all that EastEnders, yeah. And the GTA, what is he just telling people? Like, Fuck you. <laughs> yeah. <laughs>
2: with a wrench he's got yeah. a wrench in that all right in this episode also guest stars peter hudson as horton slash ariman and finally we should make a little bit of a note that how beckett has taken over the music no mm. longer is this show composed by mr roger but Bellon.
0: they like with, reuse they his music
2: his they're like we got enough thanks bud you can go now
0: it's weird i think it's a little weird i think that's like a budget thing. yeah, yeah. woof very strange. Do we
1: have a description on this motherfucker?
2: You bet we do. The IMDb episode description reads, Ariman continues to torment Duncan by killing mortals. He reanimates his latest victim to serve him, threatening to kill Ooh. her brother if she does not cooperate. Dumb. All right, so this opens up with a big previously on Previously Highland on
1: high- And this is you really know, long. This is <laughs> so long. Like and you, a know th- and a half. you know there's a problem with your previously on, or perhaps the contents of what happened previously, when you need a voiceover. <laughs> To go along with what you're showing. Right. It's like, okay, no, this makes no sense. Just showing clips of what happened will not elucidate.
2: Right, so it ends with the forces of darkness walked the earth, and Duncan McLeod fought to destroy them until the unthinkable happened. And then, wham! Yep. He Did anyone think this was like, hard to watch at all, or weird? Did anyone get weird feelings about it?
0: No. No? Okay. And I tried not to think about it. Okay. Yeah, yeah. I sorry. just put it out of my head.
1: Okay. Smash cut from this horror To Naked Mac groaning. Oh, yeah. So he's in Malaysia at like Kuala Lumpur or something like that. He is shirtless and sweaty and just going like.
2: (gasps) Oh, yeah. It's real nasty. Oh, boy. This is so boring. (laughs) We watch way too much of this. It's a little uh, troubling. Uh, so then we get some like flashbacks to some previous stuff, right? It's just like flashbacks to like bromance
1: basically. Yes. Between himself and Richie, like him and Richie having like tender moments. Mm
0: hmm. Mm-hmm.
2: And then suddenly something... well, he works that pole. He,
0: he, does, work that pole. he does work
2: that pole, baby. He does work the pole. Mm. Uh, and then Mac makes a big move. What's he do?
0: Cuts his hair, baby. Damn! All his power. I think he looks good with the short haircut.
2: I was going to say the first
1: time they show him in the graveyard in a mm. few moments, he looks
2: fucking ridiculous. <laughs> <laughs> and he almost looks like uh, Neo. Neo. I was going to say, no. Uh, or who's Morpheus? The, who's the bodyguard of uh, the Oracle?
0: Oh, uh, 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 Seraph? Seraph. He's yeah.
2: like rocking the Seraph look. Yeah. Yeah. What?
0: <laughs> That's right. He does have a very Matrix
2: Yeah, he does look l- like he's out of the Matrix. Look. Yep. I think
1: his haircut. I do actually legitimately think his haircut is terrible. What? <laughs> this, like. <laughs> Weird. I don't know
0: why. I, this, li- I like the short haircut. This weird, like, almost skin
1: fade thing he's got going, it does not look good, especially not with these short, square, squat sunglasses they put him in. I'm not I have a big bigger problem with the sunglasses. I don't like
0: the sunglasses. I, like the
1: sunglasses. <laughs> I, like I do like the shot of him cutting his hair, and then he, like, throws the
0: knife that at That knife the spin is awesome.
1: Yeah, like... <laughs>
0: Where he, like, spins the knife in his hand and then, like, throws it.
1: At a book and, yeah. it, like, bullseyes like a demon. <laughs> that again, was Mac
0: awesome.
2: Once does not respect and,
1: books. Yeah. And all of no. a sudden I was just like, this feels like a different show. So I feel like we're, like, in Buffy or, like, something Oh, Oh, 100%. Yeah. No
0: more tears.
2: Oh, No more tears. No more tears. So, I, I, Isn't that a
0: shampoo? Uh, oh,
2: it's, like, Johnson & Johnson. Yeah. No more tears for babies. Yeah. <laughs> it's
0: because wow. he has less hair to wash. That's right.
2: <laughs> Do you guys like him cutting the hair? I mean, maybe not the haircut aside. I dig the move to make him cut his hair here. I think. That's yeah,
1: well, cool. I like, like the symbolism of yeah. the whole thing. Yeah. It's like a physical sign of a transformation. Right. Mm-hmm. I, I dig it. It was cool. Conveyed more than the groaning that he's done up to this point. Brrr,
2: the also, I should mention... Uh, we this did is a
0: real out. martial art, though. This is, yes. Yeah.
2: We'll talk about it. We should also mention that the opening credits have happened, and they're new. The narration, everything is the same, except, I guess, Elizabeth Grayson and Peter Wingfield are now in the credits as, like, full-on cast members. Mm-hmm. Not in this episode or nope. the next one.
0: No. But they're <laughs> so, in there making 11 it episodes funny. left for them to do it. Mythos. <laughs> 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 Mythos.
2: All right, so we cut. We're at, a, like, a cemetery. Aiman, tell us what's happening here.
0: Uh, Joe is at the grave of Richie, and it just says, Richie Ryan... First of all, is his name really Richie? No. Is his name Richard?
1: Richard, yeah, that's nickname. weird. Yeah, that I just weird. think
0: that's weird to put his nickname on his, on his gravestone, and it just says Richie Ryan, twenty-two years a friend or friend, it just his friend, friend, She's
2: twenty-two years friend.
0: And Joe's talking to himself, <laughs> or I guess talking to Richie.
2: <laughs> it's.
0: Yeah, it's weird. It is weird. Um, it is
1: so weird that he's listed on the tombstone as Richie
2: and no birthday, yeah.
0: no birthday. Why? I don't know. I
2: no death day either. I mean, it's just, just like twenty two years. Just, just so twenty two years.
0: I yeah. I, I mean, don't I know. I know
2: they charge you by the letter, but like, are the budget constraints like that? Yeah.
0: Yeah. Joe could afford it, right? I I don't get this, but
2: Duncan could afford it.
0: Duncan, like, just sidles up behind Joe. Apparently, Duncan's been gone for a year. One year
2: year, year later.
0: You know, I know Duncan did a horrible thing, but it's like, shit, just abandoned all your grieving friends.
1: Yep. (laughs) That. And let's pause for a second on this, right? What were the stakes of this conflict? That this eternal demon is going to come and, like, spread chaos and destruction over the globe. Like, this is an apocalyptic-level event, but it's just on pause for a year.
0: Yeah, what I has every man been doing all this time?
1: Yeah, like, Keith, you had posited, because there were, like, little pieces in the background of oh, like uh, chaos, Angel that, like... Some implication that the world might be spinning out of control. It right. might be chaos. I don't know. It was never in the forefront, but it's like, oh, it maybe they're intentional. It's like, oh, maybe that's part of this. Clearly not. No. Because Mac's just like, no, no, no. This thing can just like have its way with the earth for a year while I <laughs> groan in a
2: temple. Joe says he had 50 watchers looking for Mac. Nobody could find him. So I don't so know how he left. They
0: the- also are terrible. Like
2: always <laughs> been terrible yeah. at this. You had one job, Joe, and you couldn't do it. So then Matt goes on this whole rant about like the self-guilt, and he's like, no, it was me that killed Richie or whatever. And it's like... No, it wasn't. But it really wasn't, right? No, but yeah. then he even says he wasn't. He's yeah. was like,
1: I yeah. did kill Richie, but I didn't kill Richie. I was a tool. Like I was like a weapon in somebody else's hands Yeah, who killed Richie.
0: And Joe's and like... like- not believing in ariman and like still said that mac was gone
1: this is all very upsetting because like first off they have this little little discussion about the the gravestone where he's like oh like friend is good that's what he was like oh it's like okay fine but then joe's like yo you were gone like you disappeared after you did this and then they very quickly are able to just move on from that like very quickly just like oh no okay i was forgiven Apparently,
2: so Mac like justifies. He's like, "I needed to survive for a year or whatever, right?" Uh, so he could like fight it later. I don't know. And he's like, "But there are there's rules to the game or whatever. Like he can't strike me with lightning. I don't know. None of this yeah, is because Joe
1: Joe asks a hundred percent of the right questions, and then the writers just go like, "Yeah, okay, whatever." Where Joe's like, first off, why should I believe this? This is insane." Second <laughs> off, if he's some yeah. kind of magical god demon, why doesn't he just smote you? <laughs> and he's like, "Oh, maybe it doesn't work that way. Oh, my maybe god. not." <laughs> Maybe it doesn't. (laughs) Oh. Anyway, but this is all just more bullshit that Mac is there to use Joe some more.
2: Oh, 100%. Because Joe
1: wants the watchers. And he's like, well, I need you too, but I mostly need the watchers. No, he
0: doesn't. No. They accomplish nothing.
2: Nothing, nothing. Not a goddamn thing. Mac
0: doesn't say he's sorry. Jesus, Mac.
2: (laughs) It's not a good look. Also, nor does
1: he acknowledge, it's like, he's like, I was a weapon used to destroy Richie. It's like, no, Richie was part of a weapon to destroy you. Right. Like, this is your fault in the sense that you are the center of this conflict that's raging. Because all we know so far is that Aramon's entire ambition is destroying one guy. <laughs> that, is, that is the full scope of his ambition.
0: And Joe tries to give him back his sword. And Duncan's like, nope,
2: nope, not gonna do it.
0: Not gonna that. <laughs> not gonna that. Not gonna that.
1: Hey everyone out there, if you haven't yet, make sure you go onto Patreon and become a member. There are so many perks, including a big ol' thank you shout out to you. And we've got a couple of new patrons. That's right, you might be thinking it's too late to get in on this action. It is never too late. And we have two fantastic patrons who uh, recently joined the fray. Let's give a big thanks to Josh V and James
0: R. Josh V and James R are elected into the pantheon of Highlander rewatched Patreon subscribers. Er, 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 er.
1: You're the heroes we deserve. You're cooler than this episode, and we appreciate you. <laughs> Thank you so much. Join our Patreon today. Today.
2: So we cut uh, on the barge later that night. And Mac's just standing there in the dark in a kimono. And Joe comes in to see Mac, also in complete darkness. Uh, it's very strange, but obviously this will be revealed later. Uh, anyway, he tries to give him his sword back again. He refuses. And then he starts, like, swinging at him, right? Yeah, which Mac catches the sword with his bare hands. I was like, what? No. He catches it, and then he decides to cut Joe apart. <laughs>
0: yeah, as he yeah. always does. <laughs> and then he wakes up. It was All a dream. All a dream. Scary stuff.
2: All right, so we cut in the next day on like a college campus. This is
0: this, this is sucks. <laughs> uh, so,
2: so there's we're gonna... this woman telling Sophie, and I'm like, "Who is this woman? Is it her? Is this her mother?" Ca- I was something? like, "If this is, is, is supposed this a student to... of hers, if this is supposed to be a mother, they look the same age." I don't think it is her mother. I think we see her later. I think
1: maybe I don't know.
2: I think it's a colleague.
1: You know what? You need
0: Sophie oh. a husband. <laughs>
2: yeah. Oh <laughs> wow. That's it. You just got to catch some strange.
0: Dr. Strange.
2: So Sophie says like her younger brother didn't like the last suitor. And it's like, oh, what's that mean? And I was like, oh, I wonder how old your brother is.
0: I hate these characters. I hate the brother.
1: They're all terrible. Also, Keith, thank you for reading that Pornhub description. (laughs) Um, My brother didn't like the last one. Yep. Yeah. So this is all really dumb. I don't understand why they've chosen to put these pieces on the board. Just to to forecast what's about to happen here. We're going to come to find out that the plot of these episodes (laughs) are that Aramon is going to use his magical powers to somehow (laughs) ensnare people that we have never met before in the hopes of using them as weapons against Mac. But we don't care about these characters. Their struggles are meaningless. And the plot, like, never materializes. So, we are seeing the beginning of stages of this. It is confusing and not interesting.
0: Yep. Yep. So, Sophie is given a rose.
1: Well, before that,
2: uh, this woman is oh, like,
0: palm let reads. let me read her...
2: your palm. Like, what? <laughs> girl, <laughs> girl, you know what you need? You need your palm read. And yeah. She reads her palm, and it's, what does she say? You're going to meet someone. A that... tall,
0: dark stranger.
2: And then a fucking creepo. And then a tall, yeah. dark...
0: Like I, I was like,
2: does he mean the flower guy? Yeah. yeah I think Which, s- or, oh, it must be Mac. I, I guess think is supposed to mean back, I,
1: but it I does. Thought but the flower guy. guy, the flower, guy, flower guy, comes up. Like he's not tall, dark, and handsome, but like he's tall, dark, and like a murderer. <laughs> yeah, but so he gives her what? Like he's carrying a packet of white roses, but he hands her one red rose. Ooh, uh,
2: symbols, but. Why isn't it Horton? Yeah. uh, Why? Who is this guy?
1: Yeah. And like, he's got like dead eyes in a way that like makes us think we're controlling him. It's like, why introduce a new character? The whole time I'm waiting for the flower guy to come back is like, Oh, who's (laughs) the, who's the key
2: player here of the fucking flower guy. (laughs) No one. Right. Does not matter. Like Mac would have to fight fucking Ariman's army of like brainwashed (laughs) goons. No, that and doesn't happen.
0: Her picking up this red rose like makes her in a trance, and she's like, you know what? I'm just going to walk home, and she just walks away from her friend, and her friend tries to pay for the rose, and the the, the guy like won't take the money, or he just walks away.
1: What is it? It's poisoned ice cream? <laughs> yeah. <laughs>
0: take me back to where <laughs> this is the poison rose.
1: Oh, God. That's a reference to our, our coverage of episode four of season two of Big Finish Audio. If you're in the mood for something else terrible, listen to that. <laughs> I am very down on this episode, by the way. I apologize. This is not gonna get better for me. No, it's
2: uh, it's a rough one. All right, so we cut uh to To like... a
0: bleeding flower.
2: Oh. Mac then sees Horton. Yeah, so we cut to this like park or cemetery. We're like, still we... in the cemetery. Yeah.
0: Even the roses weep. <laughs> which is I. Horton.
1: Horton
2: just. When doves
1: cry. Up. <laughs> he's just there to taunt him, I guess. And there's this whole flower.
2: Theme like visual cue in this that I don't know what any of it's supposed to be. I don't know what this means either. Oh, but like Mac also like gets the buzz. That's like a a thing in this episode they mentioned. Like he seems to be about a sense Horton now. Yes, which is a skill they hint that he developed when he was off in his little. It's a grunt based power. It's actually <laughs>
1: it's actually echolocation. Every time he grunts, it sends out a wave.
2: <laughs> but out where was where was Horton this entire time?
1: I think he can yeah. vet come and go as he pleases.
2: But like. Why didn't he follow Mac? Good question. Like, like right. has he just because he Paris seems he waiting. seems to
0: be able to enter holy ground.
2: Yeah, yeah. I, that's like, why like I like. Oh, understand. is that why
1: he's in a temple? But he's here on holy ground presently, and it's of no moment.
0: You know what? Like uh, <laughs> writers of this should should have maybe done is like come up with a reason. <laughs> Why Horton didn't follow him? I, I don't, don't know. know. Maybe I that mean, w- maybe that would good be idea. good. That that makes yeah.
1: sense. This this episode, this entire episode, feels like it was written on the back of a cocktail napkin. <laughs> yeah, it. Nothing is thought out about it. Like the entire center core of this episode is like a jury rigged mess. It's not just like little things to latch onto.
0: It's like structurally broken. Yeah. It focuses on two characters who we will never see again
1: and don't give a shit about yeah and by the way one of the main characters was just beheaded by the other main character sending a ripple through the entire like inner circle of highlander characters none of whom are in this episode like mythos is there when he dies you'd think he'd be there to participate in this cleanup
0: right but But no. no amanda's gone
2: yeah Nothing like that's from interesting her. stuff to watch. That's yeah. why you kill a character like that. Right. Is to change relationships. So I'm very curious. I have you not seen this when Amanda finally sees Mac. Are they yeah. even going to address like, "Hey bud, you killed like our little our little guy there"? Yeah. yeah. What the fuck? Who am
1: I going to weirdly flirt with now? Yeah, right. Well, God.
2: We now cut to Le Blues Bar. Also, in my head, for some reason, I thought this existed like since the like season three or something. In my head, I always thought I was like Joe had the bar in Paris. In Paris, and he didn't only in this season, which is so weird to me. Also,
0: didn't wasn't Joe at like that weird Chinese? (laughs) <laughs> jazz oh, right. bar. Well, we, he wasn't like the owner. He was just there to like play. Yeah. yeah. But Man. now he has his own place. Now he's got his, his
2: His
1: connection to Maurice. Yeah.
0: yeah.
2: Oh, in the, uh, in the last scene, I did want to mention that in a deleted scene, I guess they offhandedly mention mythos. Like they don't, they, they cut it. Because it's oh, yeah. a non explanation. They're just like and oh, mythos, mythos. he just disappeared when you did. And it's yeah. like, oh, okay. Like that's cool. not satisfying. Yeah. And Mythos, he had a scheduling conflict that conflicted with him being in this episode. <laughs> right. Our budget can't handle that many guest stars. This LeBlues bar. I can't when I first saw this place, I was like, Did he just buy this? It's a dump. It looks like an old gas station. <laughs> I think it is. I mean, I think it's supposed to be, like, an old auto I shop. I mean, Joe's
0: was not that nice either. I guess so. Joe's reminiscing about his, his time with Duncan.
1: How much reused footage do you really think you could get away with in a
2: season premiere?
0: A lot, We've apparently. already had, like,
2: <laughs>
1: two minutes of
2: previously on. You know what? <laughs> You want to know some numbers? We're 13 minutes and 30 seconds into this episode and nothing has happened. The main character cut his hair. That's where we are.
1: Yeah. Where the the hell have you been? I do like that Joe gives him the business. I felt like he was the righteous voice of the audience. Spoiler alert, he will lose that very shortly. But he is like waxing sentimental about his supposed friendship with Mac. They could have made a much longer longer cut of all the times Mac has fucked him over. But they chose not to do that editing, so we are led to think that he is uh, waxing sentimental about his old pal.
0: Joe's good at acting like this is important. (laughs) 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 Like, he's not really... Like, this isn't much, but he sells it.
2: Yeah. Yeah, no, he's working. No, Jim Burns is great in this show.
0: Yeah, he's very good.
2: the next episode, we'll see some... Yes. Real good stuff.
0: Yeah, yeah. He's great.
2: So now we cut back to the river uh, on the barge. And so Mac is giving this like moving company instructions and a check to house all his stuff for 50 years. I'm an
1: optimist, he tells the, the moving
0: oh, company. Oh, that's what he says? 50 years? Yeah. I thought he said 50 euros and I was so confused.
1: <laughs> <laughs> is he, is he, he, he just upset because he's like, sir, this costs way more money. Yeah.
0: <laughs> nope. Sir, this is <laughs> not enough money. <laughs> 50 years. 50 years. Damn.
2: Damn. Oh, also, we should mention that Mac is always wearing white now. That's his mm-hmm. his new thing. He's got like a white tee on usually. White coat. Not a white coat. Oh, not a white coat. White, white black coat. White but... uh, everything else. So Mac goes inside, and the whole place is like cleared out, save for some candles and some books, right?
1: Right. Joe shows up. And this is our clip from the top of the episode of Joe kind of being like, you're asking me to believe in a demon. I can't do that, but I can
0: believe in you. This is so cheesy.
2: Oh, I thought it was cute. I kind of like (laughs) that.
0: I also just, I don't understand Joe's reticence to believe in stuff like this at this stage in the series. Like, Joe's seen all sorts of crazy shit. Yeah. And he's like, wait a minute, this is a bridge too far. (laughs) I mean, you got possessed by an evil quickening (laughs) that made you go insane this is the second time that's happening, but this is too much for me to believe.
1: I don't know, is it th- I don't know if it's that crazy to think Mac cracked. Yeah. Yeah, I that's true. That. And also like I know we often joke like, "Oh, why why do you have such a hard time when you're literally a mythical being accepting fantastical elements?" This is ratcheting that concept to 10. Like this is the biggest ask. It's like, <laughs> no. "Oh, y- you're locked in a thousand-year struggle with a like
0: with the devil, with,
1: with the with crime. Satan, <laughs> yeah, who made you kill your best friend? Yeah, and by the way, we've all been around, and none of us have seen this stuff. It's like yeah. it's it's rough, and then you fled the scene of your crime. Oh, that's true. This is like a real, I can't carry the ring, but I can't carry you, <laughs> like kind of moment. Right. I don't know. I thought this was dumb. <laughs> Especially because Mac is such an asshole. Like, he repeatedly proves that he's not worthy of the loyalty Joe, show, Joe shows to him. And Joe just righteously took him to task in the last scene. And then, like, the power of music teaches him to <laughs> respect
2: Mac. I, I have a, a thing I'd like to point out that happens in the scene also. So, in the first meeting in the cemetery, they're like, It's standoffish because it's like, "Oh, you fucking left for a year, you fucking asshole, right?" And then Joe plays his guitar and gets sentimental. It's like, "No, we're gonna fix this friendship." What do they do? They shake hands. What the (laughs) hell? Like like, like true, like like true bros. Yeah, they don't hug at all. They shake hands. Do you think for a very long time?
1: Do you think Joe gave him like the little wrist rope? Maybe.
0: (laughs) Did you see that the barge has a name? The Amadeus. Oh
2: yeah. I'm sorry it does what yeah <laughs> the amadeus amadeus amadeus
0: that's a weird name for mac to name his barge especially yeah, well,
2: with this it. battle of good and evil thing amadeus yeah. means uh like god i believe or from god
1: oh i don't know yeah it's uh, he, he the, that's actually the second name the original name was amistad <laughs> oh, oh, oh god <laughs> but he decided this was more tasteful
2: jesus uh, All right, so Mac is like, Joe, I need you to do some research. I'm looking for the history of evil. The history of evil.
0: <laughs> cool. That's your plan, The history
2: Mac? of evil.
0: All right, well, first I'll open the dictionary. Webster's defines evil as... <laughs> uh, it just says
1: here, Mac, that in my opinion, it is the Jedi who are evil. <laughs> then you are truly lost. <laughs> this is insane. Also, there are so many other leads he could be chasing down. Like, who is that hermit in the cave? maybe yeah. your watchers could trace yeah. down that insane thing. Right. Like you that have concrete information about these people. And instead he's like, I need information on the nature of evil.
2: And he has like these uh, assumptions. He's like, evil isn't perfect. Like it has like a flaw. And I can, it's like, what are you talking about?
1: Yeah, he like, know we
0: all know evil, isn't, evil perfect, isn't perfect. It has a flaw.
1: Doesn't he know that evil always triumph over good? That's right. Because <laughs> good is dumb.
0: <laughs> oh, and this is where Joe tries to get him to take the katana. And he's like, nope.
2: Uh, I do have another thing I'd like to point out here. Why does Mac come back
0: to defeat Arimond? No,
2: but why, like, why now? Why? Why did he wait? A, did he just figure like a year's a good amount of time arbitrarily? <laughs> like he he didn't seem to learn anything. That's my one of my biggest problems with this episode. It's just like, what did Mac do for a year he that lived? made him go like? I got it now. Like, I think I got a way to do this and I can.
0: Yeah. Cause he's still researching like,
2: yeah, he doesn't seem to have a clue. The only thing he's maybe learned how to do is sense Ariman, but we have no he's idea done... how he can do that.
1: He's done like whatever this Qigong right. discipline is. Yeah. And like, I don't know. It seems like he's learned some kind of meditative focus, but we don't see him learn it. But he never applies
2: that to defeating Ariman. He most certainly does. Well, I mean, eventually he does, but he doesn't come back with that in mind. Like now that my, I don't know. Does he? Maybe well, he, he does, does say that. He
1: does say that, like, he has the power to like cloud your mind. Say anything you can do to like keep your mind sharp
2: and clear, okay, might be the weapon. Huh. So there's at least that. That's better, I guess. It still just seems not great that there's no like plan of action. He literally he has back. no plan
1: of action. His plan is to come home and Google evil. <laughs> <laughs> that is what he's like. Well, <laughs> I've done everything I can. I might as well come back. I'll click the
2: I'm feeling lucky button. <laughs> Meanwhile, that woman with a red rose jumps in the (laughs) river. Yes, so she she shows up and then just, like, stares and just fucking jumps in,
1: right? Yeah, so Aramon hypnotized that weird flower guy to give her a rose that would hypnotize her to cause her to, like, jump in the sand or something.
0: Right. And Mac luckily hears it (laughs) and goes to rescue her. But there's all this weird, like, intercutting with the rose and her body. Does this rose stuff mean anything?
2: It's I guess SD... red is bad and white is good. It's I an think empty that's puzzle it. box. I is think what that's it is. But like... wears white. Yeah. Horton wears red or doesn't wear red. He's like the red mist. Right. I
1: thought he was a uh, short person. Is that later? I'm sorry. Oh, <laughs> 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 the gun, oh boy. Uh, yeah, it's rough. So this is deeply confusing because we're going to come to learn that we see one thing, but that is not what actually happened. So she jumps in the river, and Mac, our intrepid hero, dives in after her and performs CPR. And he's like, "Breathe, damn it!" And she dutifully obeys.
2: <laughs> so yeah, so she's revived. But then when they walk away, they there's cut, and there's like people pull out her body from
0: the from river. the river. Yeah, so, and there's oh. more footage of the floating rose. Right. The, Some of
2: this just feels like, ah, oh, shit. This episode ran short. <laughs> To me, this feels well, like you mentioned the small person in the next episode, Kyle uh Ariman is, is ext- like feels so twin Peaks-y. Yes. Uh, to yeah. me, this even feels like it's like, oh, is this like Laura Palmer washing up on the the riverbank or something like
1: yeah, but like if you saved a ghost, Laura Palmer, <laughs> right. and we saw that, and then there was also regular Laura yeah. Palmer, so spoiler alert, Max saved a ghost
2: i don 't know how any of this works,
0: yeah, nope. because people can see her right.
2: Yeah. Yep, she's and going she has about physical
0: living. like
2: yeah, it would seem
0: whatever you call it. She's like a physical manifestation. Yeah, she
2: can, she touches Mac like she yeah. holds his hands back.
0: So like, and her brother can see her.
1: Yep, they interact like crazy.
2: It's Fucking
1: weird.
0: This is so bizarre. Part of me was like, is she like the rose transformed into a person? Wow. Is that what we're supposed no, to but we understand? See the, we
1: see the rose later. <laughs> yeah, bleeding obviously. Right.
0: In, like, so water. Funny. I hate this. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, because it's dumb.
1: I don't get what any of this is supposed to be. I really don't. It's, it's very weird. What we'll more to say once we, like, unpack also, more of it? Also, Aramond literally has the power over life and death, and he can hypnotize people and make the and literally force them to kill themselves leading me to wonder several questions later you will see him tempting various people if he can mind control them why does he need to tempt them <laughs> that makes no sense you can just cut out the middleman <laughs> question the second oh if God. you have the power to resurrect people why is your your plan to resurrect a like nebbish british book like lass instead of like, I don't know, every immortal villain that <laughs> Duncan has ever fought or just like a bunch of people that you can mind control to go kill him. Why is the plan like, Oh, I know what to do. I will resurrect this character that no one gives a shit about to do what?
2: I don't get his plan. Have,
1: That's uh, the biggest problem. Have a surly brother oh my God. <laughs> is what's about to happen. I am getting ahead of myself. I am so upset. Go on.
2: Okay. So we cut later that day or maybe it's the next day. I don't know. It's on the barge. Uh, and so, this is that scene with Mac just like grunting again. Like, they even use the sound effects in like the establishing shot. Like, mm-hmm. the sound effects are in the previous scene. It's like, eh, eh. It's <laughs> like what are we watching now? So and Joe's like, ah, oh, you had a
0: garage sale? Wah.
2: Right. And so, this is Ma- when Mac says, Is Joe the penguin? <laughs> <"Wah."> <laughs> anyway, uh, so this is when Mac. Tells us he's doing Qigong. Qigong. So Qigong literally means life, energy, cultivation. And it's a centuries-old system of coordinated body posture and movement. This, by the way, is from uh, Wikipedia.
0: Wikipedia.
2: Uh, With roots in Chinese medicine, philosophy, and martial arts, Qigong is traditionally viewed by the Chinese and throughout Asia as a practice to cultivate and balance qi, uh, translated as life energy. So it involves moving, meditation, coordinating slow-flowing movement, deep rhythmic breathing, and calm, meditative state of mind. It's basically Tai Chi. (laughs) Yeah, it's, it's it seems yeah. to be ta- some version of Tai Chi. Right. Or maybe a precursor to Tai Chi. I don't know enough about the history of either of these. Sorry.
0: And Joe's like, yeah, that's cool. Do uh, you want your sword?
2: Right. <laughs> and Joe's like, I need a drink. And I was like, and Mac is like, here you go. And I was like, you kept Mac, You, kept, you yeah. gave away everything, but
1: like, here is my whiskey. <laughs> I kept one bottle of whiskey. I've got three pots in the house,
0: yeah.
2: but luckily there's whiskey
0: so joe's an alcoholic right
2: (laughs) yeah i wrote that too (laughs) yeah we've talked about this a couple times joe fucking drinks away all his problems yep playing the blues that's why he's bad at watching yeah you see him double oh that's right
0: and he's like i'll meditate when i retire
2: in joe's research he found that sophie or that landry the guy from the last episode had an assistant named sophie Baines.
0: What? what this is
2: so stupid first why didn't they find out about her like last season last year right and this like really required research why like, didn't that guy mention it why didn't they go
1: to contact the university where he worked before bothering members of his goddamn family who
2: got murdered because of this yeah it seems like his daughter or granddaughter would know less than his assistant would yes this is bananas. bananas.
1: about 25 listen to suburbs outside of Paris. yeah that's her.
2: Right. so we
0: met yesterday
2: that's right and not s- this girl yeah, we met yesterday, and then Mac is just like, "Joe, go to the university and find out more shit." And it's like, what
0: <laughs> are you doing?
2: Why don't you do it, Mac? You get a sponge
0: because he has to fucking uh, meditate more than finish off that bottle.
2: <laughs> Joe remarks that it's. We- he's like, "Hey, Mac, isn't it weird that like you just happened to meet like the the right person?" For the thing, and Mac is just like, no, that's not fucking weird. To compare to what? I mean, like he doesn't even look at him during this conversation.
1: That would require him to have basic respect <laughs> for his friend, which he clearly does not. Have.
2: He does not. He orders he... him to go run his errands for him. Uh, can you? While we... He does what? He doesn't do anything.
1: On the way back, can you uh, pick up my dry cleaning? God
2: damn it!
0: I could use a foot rubby, rubby. <laughs> These white clothes uh, get dirty faster. <laughs> so I... Duncan is looking for Sophie and we're introduced to her fucking dumb brother.
2: I did also just want to say how that scene plays out in the, in the, the, the last scene, sorry, the boat thing. So when Joe shows up, I mean, in, in essence, the entire scene is Joe shows up with important information, asks, uh Mac for a drink. And then the entire time, Mac walks away from him, sits and faces a wall and like, <laughs> ignores him. And then Joe's like, well, I guess I'm going to leave. And he does like, that's their friendship right now. It's, Awful. Sorry, Amon.
0: Oh, I skipped a part. So Joe goes to the university, and half of her office has been burned to a crisp. Yes, and nobody's heard from her for like a day.
2: Right. This is the per- the person in his office is who I think the palm reader is.
0: Right. Oh,
2: I think okay. I think that yeah. it's the return of her, whoever she is.
1: Not the return of Amanda, because no. that would
0: make this more interesting.
2: So then we cut to Sophie's apartment. This looks like the uh, the location where Carrot' his house was. Oh remember yeah. That?
0: It looks very nice. Yeah, sure. Yeah, sure. <laughs>
2: okay.
0: And her dumb brother is working on a motorcycle or something.
1: And Mac, like, knocks on the door and it's like, oh, I'm uh, looking for Sophie. And he's like,
0: fuck you, leave. <laughs> <laughs> this guy is so aggressive. This guy is a fucking asshole and looks like a, a third-rate Colin Hanks. <laughs> third-rate? Wow. Yeah. This Why, guy is... St- if it's important. Do you know where I can find her? Oh, uh, Fuck you. <laughs>
2: I thought he had something wrong with him, right?
0: I thought maybe, too. I wasn't what? sure.
2: <laughs> le-
0: no, I just think what's wrong with him is that he's an asshole. Oh, really? Yeah.
2: Okay. I thought he was like a troubled uh, youth. Trouble. I mean, being
1: a an asshole you- is
0: t- <laughs> trouble. <Jesus. laughs> Till Duncan McCloud came by.
1: But as he's turning to go, who does he see but Sophie talking to Horton, Horton. who's in a car nearby. And then like, who the fuck was that? Matt <laughs> gets so aggressive. And she's like, I know like, some random you,
0: guy, yesterday, you know. And then he like you touches. Know, he, you fucking know. Then he touches her.
1: Yeah, he does. Like, which then leads the brother to come outside with like a tire. And he iron. Like takes a
0: swing at him and Matt kicks the shit out of him.
2: But this is when Sophie like interacts with him. Like she grabs his hands and it's like, stop or whatever, right? Yeah. Yeah. So this, this is... is, I don't know what kind of ghost she is. Or if she's a ghost at all.
0: But Duncan's like, you know about Ariman. You did Neary studies. And she's like, uh, you're crazy. Ariman right. is like a pretend spirit.
1: <laughs> yeah. Mike, Mac, Mac, I the whole time I was saying there thinking, like, I thought Mac just learned all this meditation to quiet his mind. And he's in his beast mode, like <laughs> yeah. manhandling this woman. Right. And like screaming at her about like Iraqi fairy tales
0: (laughs) and, and like disarming her brother. Who's protecting his sister from a crazy person, assaulting her in the street. Everything about this is bad.
2: Yeah. Mac, I guess leaves and he ends up passing by like a, a small street and Horton's car is there. And so they have, like, a, a showdown or whatever. Like, he, Mac is getting chased by Horton's car.
1: Which is the which Stephen King movie has the ghost car?
0: Christine.
1: There we go. Or Maximum Overdrive. Either one works. Yeah, there you go. Uh, so this car then chases him down. We get an action beat, I guess. Even though we just had an action beat, like, two seconds ago. So I, right. don't know, I don't know why this was here.
2: It looks kind of cool. I mean, like, they're in a cool little town. And we get, like, dash cam footage dash of... Cam yeah,
0: footage. it's kind of cool. I like, I the, like the European <laughs> setting. Yeah, I mean, that's yeah. kind it.
2: It's like, oh, cool. Action yeah. scene.
0: That's nice. In, I don't know.
2: An old town. Yeah. But then, Mac, like, the, the car crashes or whatever, and the windows automatically go down... And then the radio's playing. What's being played on the radio?
0: HELL.
2: That's right. You Horton is the It's like DJ, death metal. And he's like you are listening to HELL and then this death metal plays. It's ridiculous. And then Mac is like covering his ears yeah. <laughs> like what is Are like we he's, supposed to really believe this is coming from car speakers that it like it's so loud it incapacitates him?
1: I don't know. This is so dumb. So then he has to reach in and like <laughs> rip the speakers out of the ghost car.
0: <laughs> and Still. then Sophie's back at Sophie's house she's like chastising her brother for like protecting her from a man yelling at her in, in the street.
1: In his in her defense. He did lead with trying,
0: immediately try, trying to like say, hit him over the head with a tire yeah, iron. He didn't yeah. say,
1: like, hey, what's going on here? He immediately led with, I'm going to bash you with a tire iron. This is not a proportionate response. Fair enough. But then we get to like 10 hours of the two of them hugging for some reason. It's a lot of hugging. It's like, and the hug's going to keep going, is it?
2: Oh, it's still going? Those Euro minutes, more hugging.
0: And then the, the brose bleeds again.
2: Again. Cool. Neat. So we cut outside uh, the barge, and Mac tells Joe he's seen Horton two more times now. Uh, he saw him at Richie's grave uh, uh, as well.
0: He says
1: this like he's Sylvester Stallone. <laughs> he's like, I saw him at the grave. <laughs>
2: <laughs> it's great. It's great. There's two dozen watchers on the case, I guess. And so Joe has lied to the watchers and said they're looking for an immortal older than mythos how are they supposed to do research if they don't know what this is
0: if they don't know what they're looking for he looks like my deceased (laughs) (laughs) brother-in-law but maybe not he can mind control people he turns in the mist he whoever smelt it dealt it
2: (laughs) (laughs) and then joe just gives some like details about like set and shit it's like oh cool there's like 25 people doing this research that's like from a world book article
1: oh have you heard of this uh encarta encyclopedia game
2: uh
0: so and the th- carta encyclopedia i haven't thought about that welcome in like to it 20 <laughs> years
2: you're welcome so uh, at this point mac mentions he was talking to sophie that afternoon also i realized like why didn't mac ask her about any of the stuff yeah, why didn't
1: mac like slow play it like hey do you do research on this aramon
2: yeah what can you tell me about it it's just weird. I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. Whatever. Anyway, uh, and then Joe reveals, like, no, man, she's dead. Yeah. Well, this is
1: after though. They have. A, they just like have a long explanation of what the name of the episode is about. So they're like, oh, like there's an avatar, human with godlike qualities.
0: Yeah, that's Mac for you.
1: Yeah, Mac <laughs> is like. I was like, yeah, I'm like the representation of
0: God here. Yep. I thought they were I'm setting it up hero. that Sophie was going to be the champion somehow.
2: Oh, wow. But nope. That would have been pretty cool.
0: Yeah. No, it's Mac. Great. Because he really exhibits some godlike qualities in these episodes.
2: He's got some godlike abs. Yeah, does. Yeah. <laughs> it's working it mm-hmm. it's tight. All right, so we cut to Sophie's apartment, and Horton is just fucking in there talking to her. Why the fuck is he in her house? She let him in? I
1: guess. It's like, oh, you're that guy who just asked me for instructions. And then a crazy person came up to me and
2: said you were the devil. <laughs> <laughs> right? Come, Come on, on in, sir. In. Would you like some tea? Yeah.
0: You died yesterday. You don't remember? It's like, obviously, she doesn't remember, you stupid asshole. <laughs> he
2: uses that as, like, proof. She's like, yeah. but I, I don't think I'm dead. And she's like, he's like, well, do you remember yesterday? No. See, you must be dead. It's like, what? If I didn't remember what happened yesterday, I wouldn't think I'm dead. It's like, oh, did I drink too much yesterday? What happened? Something happened. I should see a doctor. Not think I'm dead.
0: Or a ghost doctor. (laughs) And then she tries to call the police, and then Horton is talking to her over the phone.
2: Also, why does he look like Horton at all? Because he's Mac's arch enemy, I guess. No, but I mean, I get why he looks like Horton for Mac. Right. But shouldn't he, like, look like different people for everybody? No. Okay. (laughs) I (laughs) mean, maybe, but, like, just make him be Horton. I mean, I guess it's fine, but, like... We don't know who her archenemy is. I know, right? If only we did. Yeah.
0: Ooh. It's another person at the university.
2: (laughs) Right? It's that hand hand reader. (laughs) Yeah. yeah. Or maybe that dude that died in uh, Archangel. Mm. The, uh, the the real shitty lab assistant that got killed in the oh, yeah. David Landry. They were fighting it out to be top dog. Top yeah. dog. Oh, wow. At some point, I guess Sophie is sick of this and like runs away and she like drives her car and then like runs over Horton.
1: Yes, this is amazing. How could I have forgotten this? It's another insane
0: <laughs> skadoosh.
1: Scoosh. <Yes, laughs> it's, it's amazing.
0: And then Horton appears in the car and he's like, oh, that wasn't very nice. But this is the second scene of like, somebody driving around in this episode
2: (laughs) yeah yeah we didn't get enough of that she is dead or something
0: she is dead and he is a monster
2: (laughs) but she can like she can command the the machine to move like she has agency in this world but when she hits him the the windshield like doesn't break it like reforms well i
1: don't think he's supposed to be corporeal but she is yeah
2: this is so stupid (laughs) <laughs> but like,
1: I think we're supposed to think that Horton is, pu- or that Araman is like purely a spirit of some kind.
2: Uh, can we also talk about that Horton has like bleached blonde hair? <laughs> Ugh.
0: We can talk he about like it. What would you like, like a, to say about he it?
2: He looks like he's in, in sync or something. It's terrible.
0: He is. You Switch. No, ladies. Like
2: okay. Bye, bye, bye. Okay, so we go to the morgue. Kyle, huh? what happens in the morgue? Uh,
1: there's another very helpful <laughs> mortician who's just like, yeah, want to see the body? Here you go. Yeah, sometimes people have a hard time accepting it when people die. Well, here's the body.
2: Right. You have to look at it. Uh, the, the thing that caught me here was... Mac is like, if there was no next of kin, how did you identify the body? And the the doctor's like, Well, she had a wallet. But it's like, how how would you know who the next of kin were if you couldn't Yeah, you need something You need something to tell (laughs) you who she is before you contact like her brother. Brother. So
1: you could be mistaken. (laughs) What?
2: Yeah. No. Anyway, (laughs) it was that's that's some bad fucking writing. Sorry. Sorry. All right, so uh, Sophie stops, like, outside the morgue somehow. Why does she
0: drive to the morgue? (laughs) What? Yeah, they have the morgue party.
2: At first... It's
0: Horton, like, all right, turn here. (laughs) (laughs) Welcome to Horton's driving school. I thought she was going to a
2: church at first, because the way it's shot, like, you can't see the morgue sign when they cut back to Sophie pulling up, and I was like, oh, is that a church? Like, it kind of... The morgue kind of looks like a church. No, that's not where she's going. She drove to the morgue. Where she will have another run-in with Mac. Mm, Morgan Mindy. Mac is, like, trying to
1: hide the body from her. But eventually he has to, like, let her see her own corpse.
2: So then she's, like, like fucking traumatized by this, runs outside, uh, and then Horton is like, well, I can give you answers or whatever, like, come with me, right? Mm Mm-hmm. And so they leave, and then Mac just kind of stumbles outside. He's like, Oh, what am I? Boo? Yeah, and we get an ultra close up. It
0: takes 45 minutes to leave this morgue. (laughs) Yeah. Why does it take him so long? He
1: fell a bunch of times.
0: (laughs) Like, does he have to sign out or something? They do. And then there's just an
1: ultra close up of Mac's face. Like, they're like trying to zoom in on a pour.
2: All right, so we cut later inside Mac's barge. He's returning home. Wearing that white, and then he gets the buzz and he can feel that Horton is there. Yes, they're back, baby. Oh, so then (laughs) so Horton shows up and Mac is like, oh fuck you, bro, and he grabs him by the neck.
0: Oh, what are you trying to do? Choke me or guess my weight? I don't understand that. What does that mean? Because
1: he's not doing it hard enough? I don't get it. Yeah. Also, who
0: guesses people's weight by
1: by strangling strangling
0: them? Is that a thing? No. <laughs> uh,
2: guess
1: my weight.
2: But then Horton turns into Sophie. Yes. But he is he really... Sophie or is that now Sophie? Is Mac accidentally choking Sophie?
1: No, that is still Arimon. Okay. Sophie seems like she's her own thing. So, she's not like an extension of Aramon. So Ariman. there's three
2: Sophies in this world right now. There's, there's the one dead in the morgue, Sophie. <laughs> there's one in the morgue. There's the one driving go, Sophie. around. Yeah, ghost Sophie. And then there's also Aramon pretending to be Sophie. In that instance, yeah.
1: Armand can pretend to be whoever he wants. Wow. (laughs) So Horton is like, we can be partners or whatever. (laughs) Uh, And it looks like he breaks the fourth wall. Because he turns, and like Mac is looking towards the camera, and then Horton gets behind him and like puts an arm around him, and straight up looks straight into the lens and goes, "We have pro- surprises in store, and then we see Tessa, who is clearly not on the same set as them
2: oh well, it's like old footage, yeah, uh, so yeah, then he's like trying to tempt Mac it's like last temptation of uh Jesus Christ here with Mac and Joe later. he's
0: Hacking like I can bring on the people computer back. again
2: <laughs> <laughs> yeah it's like did they really just
1: use Reuse footage of Tessa Yes That's so fucking dumb What a ripoff!
2: I guess I get it
0: And Richie And Richie yes. Old footage of Richie too yeah. This is so stupid This <laughs> makes you so mad
2: So anyway Mac is like None of this is real And he screams And then Horton
0: Disappears or whatever
2: That's that scene So we're in a park. We're in a park now. Sophie and Horton are walking and talking and they get a ball. Oh good. And And the ball turns red. (laughs) Oh yeah. (laughs) Symbolism. Right, like that rose, right? What? And then he
1: throws it to like himself and it changes color. And then it changes color again. So what colors does the ball go through? Does any of it matter? Probably not.
2: So Horton is like, I can bring you back from the dead if you do me a favor, which is murder Mac. Right. Why pick her? Why is she a dead person? <laughs> like, why is she a dead like,
1: person and why pick her?
2: I don't understand. Like it could I don't be anybody.
1: A, it could literally be anybody. Why is this his thing? Why Sep- did he have to kill her to do any of this? Yeah, just, that's a side note. Yeah. He's then we will find out. He's tempting various people and you will also find out that he in fact tempted her brother by saying like sh- she's trying to tempt her by also saying like I will kill your brother. And she has also tried to tempt the brother by saying like I can protect Sophie, in right. some way. All of those things you did not need to kill her to right. accomplish. None of them. She could just be alive and you're trying to tempt her. It's, it's still a dumb plot, but you've removed one glaringly insane point.
2: Also, like he claims he's like, I could just make you do it, but then he'll sense me coming. So that's the reason like, you he have needs to so sincerely
1: like, want to right. do it.
2: All right. I guess that at least explains why he's doing this.
1: Not this really. Way, right? All, all right. right. But, all right. No, I, I agree. That's why they said it. But it doesn't.
0: It doesn't explain it.
2: So then she's like, I don't know if I want to do that. And then he grabs her hand and like, I don't know. Do takes like. <laughs> her
0: life force out or something. I don't know. Yeah. He's like,
2: that's just your hand. That's like, what? I, I don't, don't know. know. I don't know what she's made of. I don't understand how he can take her life force if she's not even back yet. Or is she back?
1: She clearly exists in some capacity. Because he's
2: like, I can make you live again. Or does <laughs> he just meant mean end what's going on right now? I don't know.
1: I think I th- just assuming he meant like whatever she is right
0: now, he can make permanent. So you can just keep on keeping on. And he's like, "Hey, your brother—he's like a nutcase. If if you're not around to protect him, he'll be like on the roof with a rifle." Yeah, he's
2: like a lone gunman scenario here. And then the what? brothers being like bullied. Like he yeah. all of a sudden is in the park, getting his like flannel shirt taken away <laughs> from him. And I was like, "What, huh? the, what is going on? He like, is he going to kill these kids?" Yeah,
1: <laughs> <laughs> and turn into a sniper. <laughs> this is nuts. Yep. So Mac and Sophie ultimately meet up right for the back on the river climax of this nonsense. And she's like, "I so want to
0: live." Like she just basically admits what's going on. To him. Right. Then and Andrew appears with a gun and a machete and shoots Mac, <laughs> and nobody
1: cares. Nobody. Like, like there is Mac no is reaction. Like broad yeah. yeah. Mac is trying to ask her, like, "Tell me what to do. How do I beat Aramon? And she's like, "You just have to find your own." Every right. everyone has their own way to do so this. So let us stop for a moment. This is insane. Hang shit. on. Let us live in this moment for a second, <laughs> because most of the plot. And the only conceivable reason why Aramon has chosen her for this plot is because, separately, she is the only person who can give Mac the information he needs. The information Mac needs is, quote, every champion finds his own way. That is the... kernel of wisdom that horton (laughs) needed to stop mac from getting everyone does it their own way she had a she had like a poorly written fortune cookie and that was the crucial knowledge that this entire episode is structured around (laughs) i go ahead someone else
0: and andrew's like he told me if i killed mac you'll live so i gotta fucking kill him
1: what did he do to prove to andrew that any of this was the case Andrew's a a disturbed individual. Because She's just alive. He's like, your sister's dead. (laughs) Go kill Mac. And she's like, no, we just hugged for 20 minutes on camera.
2: So then to stop all of this, Sophie gets up on the ledge and is like, nope, I'm ending all of this. I'm just going to kill myself again.
0: And she jumps into the river again.
2: (laughs) Do they pull a body? I mean, is there a body or is this symbolic of like, I'm just like being a force ghost then I'm going to disappear now.
1: Yeah, she's like, I accept my fate. I accept that uh, I'm dead. the
2: brother, just like, she jumps in and he looks over the edge and he shakes his head like, oh man, that stinks. He
1: doesn't doesn't (laughs) show any emotion. He's just like, oh, yes,
2: my sister really is dead now.
1: Also, he has no reaction to Mac getting up after shooting him in the chest. (laughs) Right, yeah. (laughs) I'm not
2: surprised he's a fucking lone gunman.
1: Yes. (laughs) Well, why, why is he shooting him again or something? Yeah. Like, why does this stop Andrew from doing what he wants to do? If he has been told that a, that a mystical demon can resurrect this person, why does her jumping off the bridge make that deal null? Because why can't he just bring her back again? Yeah. Why would you assume that that's the end of the discussion?
2: Uh, we also see a red rose in the, in the water. Yeah. And it's, Great. And it turns white this time, guys. Oh. Goodness. Symbols. All right, we cut later on the barge with Joe. My first question is, where? what happened to the brother? Is he arrested now? Did he just go home? He became a sniper. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Uh, So (laughs) Joe's, like, one of his archaeologists found a symbol all over Landry's dig site. Uh, He recognized it also from a uh, site in Egypt, too. And they're like, that must be the key to defeating Ahriman. It's not. And it's just this, like, symbol on a rock. And it's, like, these dots with circles. Also, I guess the archaeologists stole it. Yeah.
0: yeah. There's a lot
2: of theft in this episode.
1: Yeah. Also, once again, worth noting... This piece of information had nothing to do with the A-plot. No. <laughs> there was a whole A-plot and the crucial bit of information that we are led to believe will lead to the downfall. Spoiler alert. It does not. It's irrelevant. That had nothing to do with anything we witnessed. <sighs> Joe, not even Joe was on a side quest. Joe had unnamed goons on a side quest that solved the issue for us. So thank you for that.
2: And so that's just like the end of the episode. It's like we see this rock with these circles and dots and it's like to be continued and
1: he's like like, well like i forget exactly what the setup for it is but they're like oh like how do we like go on mac and he's like because we have to because we have to because there's no
2: one else yeah the end the end (laughs) to be continued (laughs) we're gonna have a lot to say about this one so i think first we should i feel like i blow my load on this one but (laughs)
1: <laughs> I don't know that I have that much more to say. I've All been right. I've been ranting up a storm, but I'm sure I've got more in the tank. Let's play a game. Spooge. <laughs> All right, we are gonna play a game we haven't played in a little while, which is the IMDB keyword game. Oh. This is the game well I will name a bunch of keywords from internet movie database about episodes of Highlander. There will be, I believe, seven clues for each one. They will go from least descriptive to most descriptive. The faster you get it, the more points you get. Keith, you start the game with one point because you won the catalog game. Uh, you only get two guesses. You get one guess per clue, two guesses total for each question. So you can't just, like, keep going. Right. All right. You ready, kids? Yep. Question the first. 1700. 1620s.
2: Game sucks.
1: <laughs> prophecy.
0: Uh, uh,
1: prophecy. Amen.
2: No. No. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Archaeologist. Uh, uh, Keith Archangel? Correct! Oh, uh, damn it. how many points do I get? You get
1: three points. Whoa! Ooh. Question the second. Flashback. <laughs> Cars. Disguise.
2: Uh. Oh. Kidnapping. Uh, Keith. Ransom of Richard Redson.
1: Correct. Uh, That's three more points for you. The others were 1970s Casino and James Bond spoof. <laughs> oh, yikes. Ready for the next one? Yes. Question. The third. 1860s. Texas. Raiders. Antiquity. Held captive. Female Slave. <laughs> whoop, boo. Whoop. Female whoop, Slave.
0: Whoop, whoop.
1: Final one. What? Reference to Horseman of the Apocalypse.
0: <laughs> oh, uh, Amen. Comes the Horseman?
2: Correct. Oh, <laughs> one point. I see. I was getting the keywords from the, the past and the present plots make it confusing. Or no, from two different flashbacks. Texas yeah. and the Horseman.
0: Amen. Female Slave? Cassandra, Cassandra, baby. Oh, Cassandra, right. right. Oh, wow. damn it. That was tricky. So I get Amen. one point? Yep. Ugh. <laughs> I suck.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Question the fourth. Nineteenth century. 1880s. San Francisco. Or as my notes say, San Francusi. <laughs>
0: <laughs> San Francusi.
1: Keith. Yeah? Courage. No. Dead wife. Keith. Haunted. What's the episode? Haunted. Yes. Is it The Haunted. No, it's haunting, but I'm. I'm sure it's. No, it's haunted. It's haunted. Oh my! No, my note says haunting. I think that's a typo. You I got it for that. three more points. Ay-oh. Boo. The <laughs> extra ones were dead husband, <laughs> spooky, and haunting. All right, this is the final one, so Eamon, your only chance. I lose. Actually, I think you just <laughs> lost, but. Oh.
2: Yeah.
1: Oh. Very early, it might have been close. This one's for pride, Amon. You can do it, Ooh. And, and for morph, yeah. This one's for For you,
0: Morph. What about Morph? Scotland. Homeland. Amen. (laughs) No. (laughs) Alcoholic. Uh... Amen, any episode with Joe.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Traumatic. Unreliable narration. Keith. Through a glass darkly. Correct. Damn it. The clues were Jacobite. Jacobite. Amnesia. And multiple perspectives. Keith, all right, you crushed it. You're the winner by a large margin. Large, large margin. Large margin. Right. <laughs> Gin, and that's how you play IMDb keywords.
0: IMDb, congratulations, Keith.
2: Thank you, good sir.
0: Hell of a thing you did.
2: Let's talk about Avatar: The Last Highlander. Do we have to? Yes.
0: Dun, dun, dun. I really like when Aang learned how to water bend. <laughs> wow. This episode sucks. I don't know what else to say. This is so bad. This it's, is so bad.
1: They literally just killed, like, per, perhaps the most beloved secondary character. And their follow up to it was just.
2: <laughs> like, they did nothing with it. Nothing right. at
1: all. Not a goddamn thing. It doesn't
2: make sense that. Like you said, Kyle, the 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 episode ends with like this weird tease at the B plot with like Joe getting an artifact. Mm-hmm. Like, why don't ha- why? Why don't wasn't that just...
0: the main plot? <laughs>
2: or, but, but why don't they bring these two plots together and like, all right, there's Sophie. There's this artifact. She's the one who can interpret the artifact. Right. Like she's the key to everything.
1: Right. Which would make some sense of why she's targeted for whatever this right. scheme is. It makes no sense.
0: If I was watching this and I watched the credits and I saw. Well, I mean, I guess I did watch it. Yeah, but... I was saying,
1: did you not watch it? You, uh...
0: But I see, like, Amanda in the opening credits, and I see Mythos in the opening credits, and then they're not in the episode. <laughs> like, that's really disappointing. It is. Oh, it was spoiled for me because I discovered, doing my notes beforehand, that they're not in the episode. Oh, right.
2: Credit. Credit only.
0: But yeah. I, like, if I was a new viewer... And I saw that I'd be so disappointed. Yeah, and like I'd want to see what does Mitha think about this? Like, what does a man to think about this?
1: Yeah, right. maybe the oldest mortal, immortal on the planet, has some thoughts on how to deal with this situation. Yeah, the whole thing is just sweaty. There are no stakes that I can really see. Joe, I mean, just it's
2: supposed to be the end of the world, right? It's and not. like, and what is his? And what, what is Horton's plot like?
0: And what has Horton been doing? Like we mentioned before, for like a year,
2: fuck some shit up. I don't know. Yeah, kill Get, Sophie
0: then. Joe just forgives Mac automatically.
1: Yeah, doing nothing to earn it. Just yeah. coming back, attending to use him again. And he's just like, Mac... Yeah,
2: he still doesn't believe in Ariman when he forgives Mac. Yeah. No. And it's like, that that those things shouldn't be separate. Like, how can he forgive Mac unless he believes that Mac was actually possessed? It's either that or Mac is crazy. Otherwise, right. Mac fucking killed his friend. I yeah. don't
1: know. Bizarre. And then, like, why does he forgive him for leaving? Those are two separate things. Oh, It's right. like, even if you want to forgive him for... Whatever happened here, it's like, you left. You're the person at the heart of this thing. You're the great champion, and you fucking bailed. Yeah. Like, weak
0: sauce, man. (laughs) Also, Sophie's a lame character. Her brother's a lame character.
1: And they're the cornerstones of this episode.
0: Right. She's
2: not a memorable character, really.
0: Right. She does nothing.
1: Yeah. And then she jumps off a bridge. To, that somehow solves the plot, even though you're dealing with someone literally over the power of life and death. So I don't know why you jumping off the bridge would do it.
2: Yeah. Why doesn't he just make everyone want to kill Mac? I mean, right. I just he apparently can. Like, why is he messing around with like this like 22 year old girl? Like, also, where are their parents? Like, where where is Andrew, the, the, the rifleman's parents?
0: Are they orphans? I
2: don't know. They have a nice house.
0: I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> For me, the highlight of this episode is Horton's performance. Oh yeah, and maybe Joe Dawson or Jim Burns. I think Jim Burns' performance and that hair cutting scene are like the yeah, the haircutting thing. scene is cool. Yeah, like Mac's new enlightened state isn't that impressive as of this episode. That's no, because he immediately like he. He, this,
2: like, that's not he, he, he
0: seems life. no different. Mm-hmm. He seems no different. He's
1: here to use people. He's <laughs> laying hands on. He's he yelling just gets, at he and gets laying rid of hands his on women. Yeah, yeah. There's no change. No, he just looks like more of a douchebag. <laughs>
2: No, that's a very, uh, I like this, like, analogy. Of, it's like some just pretentious, rich asshole who's like, I discovered Buddhism, uh, yeah, give her all my stuff, but, like, they still don't care. I don't know. It's like yeah. they haven't really learned the philosophy at all.
1: Yeah. Does anyone have more to say? I feel like I said most of what I had to say in the context of the episode.
2: And we'll say, we'll have a lot more to say when this all wraps up next week. I guess. Oh, yeah. Uh, Will we ever. <laughs> <laughs> oh, boy. So we do have a Watcher Chronicle this episode, uh, and it's for Duncan McLeod. He's got a little update here. So, you know, we get our normal stats, born, first died, all that sort of stuff. Uh, occupation. Guess what his occupation is?
0: Uh, Monk.
2: Monk is correct. Really? No, it is a monk. Holy shit. his occupation good gravy
0: he's not a monk no (laughs) No, (laughs) right
2: no he's not he's a boat captain (laughs) all right so this says from the tribunal record 18th of july 1997 the tribunal met with joe dawson and western europe coordinator stacy remington regarding dawson's request for permanent transfer to paris mcleod has given authorization to his Seacouver lawyers to sell the property he owns there proceeds going to the west side orphanage (laughs) Those instructions, unfortunately, were transmitted from an undisclosed location and the source was untraceable. Dawson believes that when and if McLeod chooses to reappear voluntarily, it will not be in Seacouver, but it may be in Paris, and he wishes a parish posting to be ready for such an event. Remington explained to Dawson that there are no positions of supervisor rank available in France at the time, and Dawson insisted on taking a cut in rank to remain in Paris. The tribunal agreed and also agreed to have the proceeds of the sale of Joe's Blues Bar in Seacouver put towards the purchase of a similar establishment in Paris.
1: Well, well, wow. well. What? <laughs> okay. So the
2: watchers own that fucking shithole.
1: <laughs> Joe's. What? It's part
2: of his cover. I mean, is that how they also make a bunch of their money? They have, I'm sure, they've got operations. <laughs> yeah, huh? like a
0: they,
2: shitty. They've got a, blue they've spot. Got a head.
1: Of, they've got a head of investment. Yeah, I don't know, guys. Instead of having all these Watcher Bar things, we could
2: just buy an index fund. <laughs> <laughs> We've been amassing this wealth for generations. What should we do with it? Buy a dumpy bar.
1: You ready to rate this thing?
2: How many uh, cut ponytails would you give this, guile?
1: Because I need somewhere to go for the next episode. I'm giving this two cut ponytails. <laughs> Dose. I have said my piece on this and why it is so frustrating. That is a gentleman's two. This is poor. Keith, how many force ghosts would you give this one?
2: I guess it's a two as well. Two force ghosts. Hey, how's it going?
1: Two force ghosts, like uh, one less than the number at the end of Return of the Jedi. Defeat man you will. That's right. Special guest Yoda. Hello. Okay. Are you the Yoda from, like, the original trilogy that, like, walks around slowly, or the Yoda from the prequels who can leap into space? <laughs> Yoda
0: from Attack of the Clones, I am. Uh,
2: okay. ah. uh, Yoda, what advice would you give Duncan McCloud on his quest to defeat evil?
0: Anger leads to fear. <laughs> wait. What's fear lead? no Fear leads. Wait. <laughs> <laughs> I don't have my stick down yet. Okay. I'm still young in this episode.
2: Oh, you're like Baby Yoda.
0: Baby Yoda. <laughs> my favorite character.
2: <laughs> so wait,
1: you acknowledge that Baby Yoda, you, is a character? Baby Yoda's different. Did you listen to John Favreau's explanation? <laughs> I didn't. Now I know. He clarifies that Baby Yoda or the child is a different character. How interesting. So, what is it? Fear leads to. What is it? Sadness? What is it? Fear leads to anger. Anger leads to hate. Hate leads to suffering. Suffering. <laughs> okay.
2: Well, on that note, thank you very much for coming by, Yoda. Bye. <laughs> <Mine>, Bye. <laughs> <mine. laughs> So that's everybody. Oh, Amon's ratings? No, Amon's rating. oh, Eamon. Sorry. oh my goodness! Rate it. Uh,
0: how Bye, many Yoda. Yoda impressions would you give this? <laughs> I will give this two bad Yoda impressions.
1: That was—I would actually say that was a. In terms, if I was ranking the Yoda impression, I would give it a four. Ooh,
0: well, that's a good that. rating. It's pretty good. Mm. Unfortunately, we we're ranking the episode, yeah. and I'm barely convinced it deserves a two. Yeah, <laughs> it's just kind of disappointing. You know what I mean? Like, just I don't care about this Sufi character. I, don't I care about this plot. Yeah. <laughs> It's just bad.
2: It does feel like Buffy the Vampire. Like, this is a different show. Yeah. Like, this is mean, a we're on a supernatural d- show.
1: We're, like, in a Freak of the Week thing now. Yeah.
0: In a big way. Head like a whole oh, Woof. All
2: know. right. Well, thank you, everybody, for listening this week. Next I, week, we're going to be talking about Season 6, Episode 2, Armageddon.
1: If you want to support the show make sure you tiptoe over to itunes and give us a five-star review or better yet walk on over to our patreon account and become a patron today there's great perks you can get and you know what you get to support the show that you know and love to keep bringing you that primo
0: content baby baby exclusive videos buy a money no shirt buy a set of magnets you can get that on tpublic for the money now or Etsy for the Magnets, or our Facebook page. That's right. To search Highlander Rewatched.
2: Thanks, everybody, for listening this week. We will see you next week with the exciting conclusion of the Ariman arc. We've been your Rewatchers. I'm Keith. This is Kyle. This is
0: Eamon. Bye. Bye. Bye.
2: McLeod has given authorities. Nope. McLeod has given...